Welcome to We Took Liberty, a podcast where we discuss our mediocre lives, ruminate on the weird and funny parts of our day-to-day, and explore some of our favorite places and activities in Lexington, Kentucky. I'm Logan Trent, and with me now, and forevermore, Ben Anderson. Ben, do you notice anything different about me? Uh... Other than your legendary status as a human being <laughs> that you finally achieved, I did notice the medal on your shirt. You do, you do wonders for my overinflated ego as it is. Uh, no, I uh, I got a new crown put in, oh. and um, and I asked for a black one because I, oh. black is slimming, yeah, and so I just yeah. I thought my my mouth was a little bit you know need a little bit of a. I didn't want to say anything, but I've always thought that your mouth is a little big so <laughs> well, uh, i i appreciate your politeness but it's it's good to know that i made the right choice so you did yeah yeah, yeah. it makes your mouth just a little bit smaller <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's the that's the hope i don't know um but uh that's a we don't need to get into dentist talk like we did <laughs> oh so much last time well, this is this but is... uh yeah <laughs> You the the idea that you would want to have smaller looking teeth <laughs> is interesting to me because uh, small teeth mm-hmm. I think is is something that is really not good. Yeah. Besides being on a child, small yes. teeth. Small teeth are for children. Y- you know what? Honestly, though, there's a lot of human history out there, and there's got to be some culture somewhere that valued small teeth. That, that want the smallest teeth possible. Yes, yeah. yes. Like, they found it attractive in some way, and yeah. it was like, yeah, this is the ideal person is small teeth. Small so, teeth people. It has to be like a smoothie drinking culture. <laughs> Yes, yeah, definitely a lot of herbivores. Like you don't need a lot of like tearing and, and no, but yeah. not the crunchy herbs. Yeah, right. Only the really <laughs> soft, well cooked herbs. It was a boiling culture to where they would boil all of their mm. herbs to just kind of. It's a culture where the Vitamix was first invented. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! Speaking of slimming, <clears throat> I want to talk a little bit about t-shirts. Okay, so. I don't know if they're exactly slimming, but it's my attempt at a segue. So I, uh, I work for a software company, um, Mm -hmm. and we go to shows every once in a while to display our, our, uh, software. And one of our little gimmicks to bring people into our booth is we give out t-shirts. Yeah. And, Everyone loves a free T-shirt. I and, love a free T-shirt. And you were you were so right. I don't know what it is about me. I don't think about it that much. But mm-hmm. people go bananas for a very plain T-shirt, like yes. just has a random company logo on it. And I mean, yeah, like I mean, anybody can come up and take them. Like we're giving them away. Like it's not that big a deal. But like the amount of people that come over, they know nothing about our business. They do not care. They're just like give me one of those t-shirts like it's insane to me um you save a lot of money going to shows like that just you got to get those t-shirts and then you're set with your summer vibe so that's that's actually one of the first things i want to talk about is just some of the conversation in this so that's that is one of the things that somebody said to me is they were like i used to buy t-shirts but now i get them at these shows and i was like Okay, Whoa. so you get our t-shirt, like our t-shirts are your t-shirt collection. Like that is okay. really interesting. 
Well, what's interesting is that I think a you look at someone's t-shirts mm-hmm. and it tells you about their life. Yeah. Uh, I think that you could have almost a a book of sorts. Yeah. Uh, that's just people's t-shirts over the years. Yeah. Just each page or each chapter is just a collection of photographs of the teacher t-shirts that this person owned. Mm-hmm. At, you know, in this <laughs> July of 2019 yeah. and then July of 2022, you know, and, and it's going to tell you like, mm. oh, this was a phase of their life yep. where, you know, they were doing a lot of runs. They've yeah. got they've got big run energy. Yeah. You know, they, they've got all the free T-shirts from the runs they're doing. Yeah. They've got a 5K yeah. shirt. They've yeah, got yeah, a couple yeah. of they've got a few 5K shirts. They've got a few ten, may, maybe a few fewer 10K shirts. <laughs> Maybe there's a marathon shirt thrown in there somewhere. That's a that's a great point. I think t-shirts are definitely a status symbol of a certain kind. Like Absolutely. concert tees, uh, like you said, um, uh, the running event tees, mm-hmm. festival tees, like stuff like that. Like yeah. this says, I went there and I'm proud enough to show you in all its glory, like yep. that I was present at this event. Yeah. You've got um, the college tees, yeah. you know, and maybe you've got one from your friend's college, but mm-hmm. it's mostly the college you go to. That's right. But it's cool to have one from some other random college. Oh, yeah. Well, this is, you know, yeah, yeah this is where my brother goes or this is where, you know, yeah. my girlfriend goes, whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know, you got some big college t-shirt energy. And at the beginning of college, you have high school t-shirt energy. Yes. Because you've got to rep your hometown. Right. Yeah, yeah. you're coming in. You're like, I I made it. I made it into college. Yeah. And I'm representing. You and know, in high school, high school I Vikings, ran track. You know. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> right. I got run track oh my gosh yeah i went to state yeah or i was in the crowd when we went to state and i got a t-shirt for going to that's right (laughs) to that event and the mascot launched one right at me out of the t-shirt cannon i got it it's a triple xl but uh but hey i still i sleep in it i washed it a lot to get it down to down to size um, a couple other things that came up that I think are really funny is one guy just said, I like to wear them in the summer. Just talking about t-shirts in general, <laughs> just t-shirts in general, not about our t-shirt in particular, but it was just like, this was a small talk conversation we had. And I was like, okay, thanks for sharing a little bit of your life with me. <laughs> that, that comment though invites the question of like, oh, so you don't wear them in the winter? Because I'm a year round t-shirt wearer. Okay. I'll gotcha. layer over the t-shirt. But the base layer has got to be it's, the tea. It's got to got to be because you layer. never know when the heat's going to be too high and you got to get down to that tea. I used to do the undershirt. I don't anymore. But mm. whether whether that was like just a, a like a white undershirt, like mm. under a polo or something like that, or just like a t-shirt in general, I think that's more of a symptom of the era that we grew up in, though. That's true. That's yeah. true. That was a very like the undershirt with the popped collar. Um, or just was... the undershirt under your t-shirt. Yeah. You remember undershirts under oh, your yeah, t-shirt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you had to have a little bit of white showing around your neck. Yeah. Just so that people knew. And you'd have your hemp a necklace. And, yeah, you gotta know, get those that. puka shells going. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Bad hair was another big thing. Yeah. Classic, yeah. Boot cut jeans. Oh, man. Man, we're back in time. Flip-flops. <laughs> Flip-flops all the time. Winter. I don't just wear those during the summer. No, not at all. Now I wear the standard 30-something white guy with a beard uniform, which is just like typically a flannel in the winter, uh, some darker jeans with boots, and then the summer comes like 
shorts and a t-shirt so that's That's right yeah you nailed it yeah Yeah. (laughs) throw in some new balance and you're set that's that's our culture (laughs) that's our culture (laughs) no one better touch it (laughs) so speaking of our culture Mm -hmm. um there's a revolution coming Oh, okay. um, <laughs> oh boy what we just talked about and now announcing a revolution this this could be terrifying i want to know if you feel it coming okay um because this revolution is going to take the nation by storm okay <laughs> uh and it's it's birthed from ufc which okay. uh you know is the most brutal style of fighting <laughs> that is condoned by any sporting organization yeah um that i know of yeah uh, uh, i agree I, I don't watch it very much I, I know plenty of people that are like super into it but yeah um and rightfully so mm-hmm. who doesn't want to watch two grown human beings beat each other ruthlessly yeah <laughs> it's true who doesn't like, in the history of the world it's actually very popular yeah it, this is tame in the history of the world it like, really is doing, yeah so yeah death is not allowed in this sport <laughs> no. we stop them before it gets there <laughs> that's right <laughs> so the question i have for you is can you venture a guess okay. because this new sport this revolution of culture <laughs> oh boy is coming out of the same minds oh no that gave us ufc oh can you guess gosh. what this new style of fighting is because it is i'm giving it it's it is a style of fighting can you guess what it is i've thought of a couple different things as you were setting that up and I, I've thought of extremes. I'm going to go with what I consider a middle ground to where it's UFC, but now objects are involved. So, like, wrestling oh. has chairs and yeah. baseball bats and stuff like that. That's the next iteration that, in my mind's eye, I can, like, see is, like, extreme UFC. So so you think they're just going to, like, throw a bat in the ring yes. and see what happens? <laughs> it's a little bit like the scene in uh, uh, in The Dark Knight when the Joker, like, breaks the pool cue. And it's like, okay, like, we're having tryouts now. And, yeah, that, but yeah. UFC. It so. does seem like the logical next step, but that's not what it is. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm glad. But, this, yeah. yeah. This league is affectionately known as power slap power slap okay in this sport (laughs) the ap news released an article with this headline okay slap fighting the next big thing or unsporting stupidity wow (laughs) okay in this sport so what we boiled you know ufc is great Mm -hmm. we love ufc it's so fun yeah but you know what we love the most from UFC is when one of the competitors lands a big, fat, juicy blow yeah. of the fist on the other competitor's face. Yeah. So why don't we just get rid of all of the dancing and the show and That's just right. say, all right, you stand here and you let this big, burly, hairy man hit you in the face as hard as he possibly can. Burly and hairy is a requirement as well. Like, it is, yeah. yeah. Um, and then you'll just take turns. Yeah. And whoever can, who's, whoever's brain is turned to mush first loses. <laughs> I like the simplicity of this. Let's strip away everything. Let's get down to, to the bare bones of it, to the meat and potatoes That's of right. what we're doing in boxing, UFC, 
Greco-Roman wrestling, like any of these like contact like yeah. sports, mm-hmm. let's just get it over with. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're here to see the knockout blow. Yeah. So stop floating like a butterfly, right? And let's just sting like a bee. Yeah. Every time. That's beautiful. That yeah. that should be the marketing for this. Is like. <laughs> I hey, just wrote it. Hey, but that, exactly. It's like, hey, guys, uh, just so you know, this will take about 10 minutes. And you guys will be on about your day. So, And you'll feel great at the and end. You'll, you'll feel very good. <laughs> so I want to watch. I haven't watched this. Okay. Um, but I, I just want to watch uh, this YouTube video that is every finish from the Power Slap 1 final. So after watching that, the first thing I've got to say is, A, I don't ever want to do that. No. (laughs) Because, I mean, it is like, us joking about it before watching the highlight clips of that is something that is, I don't know. I don't know what I thought it was in my mindscape, but then watching it, it's like they have people behind each person to catch you once you fall. Once your brain has been disconnected from your spine (laughs) to at least catch you before you hit the ground. Like they know what's going to happen. (laughs) It's not like they're thinking like, oh, maybe they'll kind of go with it a little bit. Oh, and it seems it almost seems like going with it a little is against the rules. Yeah, (laughs) there's there's like a small. This is. This is like you and your brother when mm-hmm. you're when you're eight and yes. six fighting over the end table at the yeah. side of the couch. I, yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say this ha- this definitely has like big brother, little brother, big sister, little sister energy yep. of like the older sibling being like, "Hey, let's play a game. Stand there, <laughs> stand there, and let me hit you." And it's just like, "Oh, okay." And like, if you survive, <laughs> I'll let you do the same to me. I mean, this is definitely a sport that was created by an older sibling of some of some definitely, kind. Yeah, yeah. Um, this this sport also what some of these humans that were engaging in this sport we'll call it sport. And these are humans. These are doing human this beings doing this to each other. Are extreme. There are people that I don't want hitting me in the face. No, I mean to be clear, I don't want anyone hitting me in the face. But if I had a group of people that I was choosing who to hit me in the face, any of these people that I just saw would not be the person I would choose. Oh my goodness gracious! Yeah. Do you think there's a technique to being hit in the face? There was kind of like I saw a little bit of like kind of face squinching like a squinch I was going to say there was definitely there's definitely a technique because over and over again the people there are in like a locked down like position like neck like in a like as like crouched as they could get it yeah like I don't I don't know there also seemed like there was a lot of palm action going <laughs> there was there. a lot like, of palm nobody's <laughs> grazing with the fingers <laughs> so yeah yeah that was uh, that was ugly but hey a couple of things that I didn't notice that I am like excited to see from this sport is there definitely looked like there was big kind of like wrestling energy in it which oh, where like yeah. people, maybe there are like walkout music and so like a lot of hype coming through oh, because yeah. I saw some people coming up like pumping up the crowd you know that kind of thing and so I think that's kind of fun to to see that 
Uh, there were some kids in the audience that seemed to there love were. it. Yeah, the so, kids really liked it a lot. So it's a family event. You can't you can't complain about that. I just I wonder if we're gonna have a champion come out of Lexington that's gonna oh. you know maybe bring the belt. And there was a belt. Don't worry, there was a belt for this. <laughs> oh yeah, it was shiny. <laughs> yeah, and it did say slap across the front. <laughs> this to me, it <laughs> it's so dumb. Oh man! Yeah, I guess whatever you got to do to make a living, though. Like I don't want to crap on people making money. So <laughs> no, and they're they're gonna make a lot of money off. Yeah. Of this. Oh yeah. They're definitely. Yeah. This clearly was in Vegas. We should have. We should hold like tryouts to see uh, who can. I'm gonna say <laughs> who could be the Lexington champ. <laughs> this it also feels like you know the the pedestal between them is about bar height. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and the competitors all look like they're folks who have frequented the bar environment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And likely fought in the bar environment. <laughs> you know, there's sort of this, like, I noticed sort of a squat technique. They kind of get their yeah. butt down low, and they bring that arm back. Yeah. Uh, and they clear the mm-hmm. pedestal. Yeah. You know, you've got to have some experience swinging right. over a counter height. Yeah. A thin counter height, yeah. you know, surface. Yeah, you're you're pointing out something that I think is key in the dynamics of this is people are going to think it's coming from the arm, it's coming from the hips. Like all your power is coming from the hips. So yeah, they gotta they gotta get down to that power stance and like really cock that thing back to last week and mm-hmm. then come across the guy's face. So yeah, for sure. And you know watching this that that is going to be the type of analysis that happens with it. It's just like, what a great (laughs) stance. What a great smack. And I think what I liked is they cut to the announcers a couple of times. Yeah. And even though you can't hear what they're saying, their faces say it all. Their faces, like, they're in as much disbelief that this is happening (laughs) as anyone else. Yeah, I, I, this just like boggles my mind how how stupid we are (laughs) (laughs) they have lowered the bar though you know they've taken away the skill involved oh yeah yeah there's no well be careful because i'm sure if we got into the industry proper and started talking to folks they would be like what do you mean got rid of the skill involved like i've taken classes i've spent a fortune learning how to slap somebody the hardest i can slap them (laughs) they'd be like you you want to go you want to get on the other side of a pedestal and expose your face defenselessly so that i can strike it without you fighting back let's go right now (laughs) you sign up for this you swear to me that you you won't block or dodge (laughs) and i'll take you down All right, Ben. Since we're talking about sports, let's just keep that theme yep. running. Let's get it going. Here. So there have been three things happen in the last like month or so, uh, Lexington, Kentucky, sports-wise, that I want to kind of run mm-hmm. by and just kind of like talk a little bit about. Uh, first thing I want to talk about is a little bit of a therapy session um, that I'm not sure you're going to be able to relate to, but, um, let me get out my therapist notebook. Here we go. (laughs) Please. Yeah. Get your scarf on. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I, I appreciate all the work you've put into this (laughs) there. Um, so Kentucky basketball is huge. Yes. And (laughs) every year during March madness, 
that that CBS like anthem that comes on and it's it's the same tune year after year after year I think is like a triggering like Pavlovian like depression response for mm. me now to where <laughs> it's just year after year I'll hear that jingle the and Kentucky lost and Kentucky lost and they just over and over and over again throughout the years now they've won a couple don't get me wrong like they've won a couple in that time but like yeah it's just more more heartbreak than uh, yeah. celebration um, how does that make you feel <laughs> Well, it definitely doesn't ruin my day, but it does like, I don't know, it doesn't, it's very weird to talk about it because it like doesn't make you feel good. Like when I hear that song, I'm like angry at a certain point. Like it's so weird. (laughs) Where do you feel that anger comes out? (laughs) It comes out towards everyone around me. Uh, might I suggest a new a new sport that's arriving on the scene? That's true. You might yeah. benefit from slap fighting. <laughs> if they have that jingle back there, I, I don't know. Like if if my champion keeps losing, then that's gonna be that's gonna be a tough one. But if it triggers your rage, you might you might want to consider competing yourself. I was gonna be able to harness that and and put it into those those men looked gigantic as well. So I don't I don't know about any of those. <laughs> <clears throat> the other thing that I wanted to bring up, well, the second thing I wanted to bring up about Lexington Sports, uh, that I want you to go ahead and take a second and look mm. up the uh, baseball team that's coming called the Lexington Counterclocks. Hmm. Just look up LexingtonCounterclocks.com. And uh, I just want to get your legal expertise here real quick because they have a little mascot and uh, you might notice like a little similarity to something that uh, we have going on. And um, interesting, yeah, yeah. So what we're looking at is we're looking at a, a baseball player on a horse, but uh, that gentleman is backwards. And uh, I just want to call, I want to cry foul. A little baseball pun there. Um, uh, that uh, I think that's our property, and so maybe maybe mm. we have a beef now with the Lexington Counterclocks. You know, I'm going to go ahead and suggest that they have actually registered this as a trademark. <laughs> and I just had a friend of mine make our logo, and so we're so uh, <laughs> we might not want to cry foul too loudly. <laughs> thought it was gonna be all fun and games and you're like yeah let's let's maybe let's maybe not let's not talk about this too much (laughs) yeah really the main thing that i want to talk about is the name lexington counterclocks you know i i think what they're going for Uh uh-huh uh Without reading anything, yeah, please tell yeah, me. Yeah, without what, reading yeah. anything. And I think what they're trying to do here is turn back time. <laughs> and bring us back to the good old days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think, you know, anyone who is from the South, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who is saying that, needs to be real careful with what they're saying. <laughs> That's, yeah, that so is true. So the message that the Lexington counterclocks are sending... Mm-hmm needs to be a precise one yeah I, i'll tell you my first thought when they said counterclocks was i thought about a a time telling device that you put on a on a shelf or a counter 
<laughs> and I was like, okay, this is weird. This feels like something that like a very literal interpretation. A very literal interpretation. Yeah. Something that they put a vote to like TikTokers, and then a bunch of like jokesters were like, hey, what do we call ourselves this? And it's just like really the counterclocks. I'm struggling because I don't have any idea what it could actually imply when it comes to baseball. I guess they were looking for. You know, baseball is notorious for having very offensive uh, (laughs) sort of uh, team names or mascots. Yeah. And they just thought, like, what's not offensive? A concept, (laughs) The concept of counterclockwise. Yeah. My my initial thought was, like, that on a baseball diamond you run counterclockwise. But that's not what it is at all. So I thought mine was a better concept. So it says... yeah, I guess that's true. You do. <laughs> thanks for thanks for your support. I, I mean, that. but it still doesn't make any sense. Oh no, no, it, none of it makes any sense. But it, but here's what they say on their website: It says Kentucky has an edge, a spirit. Once, <laughs> once it was a tradition for racehorses to race horses on grass. Sorry about that. Running clockwise. This came from the British, but we raised. And race the finest horses. So we declared our independence. Our horses would race counterclockwise on dirt. The world and baseball followed our lead. That feels like a thin, a very is that historically thin, accurate? I, yes, it is. <laughs> it is. It is historically accurate. But the 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 jump to baseball feels like a very thin ice uh, to be basing your whole foundation on on this bad boy. So this is interesting to me. Mm-hmm. They go on to say that they heard from hundreds of community members during their rebranding, and they heard about horses, uh-huh. bourbon, yep. baseball, mm-hmm. and why we all choose to call Kentucky home. <laughs> so from those from those things, mm-hmm. they chose <laughs> counterclocks. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't go for anything bourbon related. Yeah, the biggest industry in the world that Kentucky is known for. Yeah, they yeah. didn't even choose a concept from horse racing that anybody knows about or has a context for. I didn't even realize when I brought this up we were going to get this much into it. But you're a hundred percent right. Like it's on. The, like listener this is on the website like you can read this this like for yourself there's nothing hidden we're not diving too deep into it like it's right there on the homepage. these are the first two paragraphs available for anyone visiting their official website yeah right i mean i wasn't upset about this at all no and until i read this yeah you you've driven me into a blinding rage as we're talking about this. And I mean, so, like, what about the Kentucky, dis- like, the Lexington Distillers? Yeah. Or what about, I mean... Ben, you could say anything right now, and it would be better than the counterclocks. It, like, I just, I think... The, the, the Brewgrass Distillers. <laughs> I mean, we can, we can almost... Oh, man. Wow. Yeah. There, there is just, there's so much there... That's been left on the cutting room floor. That <laughs> then they cut everything off the piece of marble that they had in front of them for this new baseball franchise, and then they went out into the broken down shed in the back, and they're like, "Well, we got back here," and then they just they found the name Counterclock and was like, "Let's do this. Why not?" 
<clears throat> I, I will say, moving away from the, the, the counterclocks here, um, <clears throat> that there is another team that has recently joined the Bluegrass that also has the same horses bourbon theme mm. here. Um, and that is uh, the new soccer team that's come in, Lexington SC. So, Lexington Sporting Club. And um, so, and they actually have branded themselves around, like, the, the jerseys look a little bit like silks. And, and so, oh. like, that's that's pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, then they've got, like, a little rivalry they've developed with uh, a, a Knoxville team where there's a bottle of bourbon and a barrel of bourbon, like, in, involved in it. So okay. So, it's like they're, they're tying in some of these, like, features. So, what they've done is they've actually, uh, they've... They've not identified an obscure fact about horse racing that nobody understands. Right. And then named the entire franchise after Right, them. right. But they're not going to get off the hook that easily. Because, <clears throat> the so the team is called Lexington SC. Where do you think that team plays? I would assume Lexington. Well, Ben, I am frustrated with your ignorance. Because oh. here's the thing. Every good franchise owner knows that if you have like a team that you put in a city, you always play in another city. And so Lexington SC, at least until a stadium is built, whenever that might be, is playing in Georgetown. Oh, great. <laughs> so it's, so it's <laughs> the Lexington Sporting Club that plays in Georgetown. So this would be like having um, <clears throat> the St. Paul... Um, ice hockeyers. That sounds like a great name. That's for... good. You nailed it. You really. You know what? I think I appreciate the most uh-huh. is that you really like reached into my culture and yeah. <laughs> that's to yeah. identify with me. Mm-hmm. And you nailed it. Yeah. Like well, I feel more at home in this conversation than in any conversation we've ever had. That that is that's great. That's also profoundly sad. And so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, but instead of playing in St. Paul, they're going to play in wherever. St. Cloud. St. Cloud, sure. Yeah. A lot of saints, but yeah, yeah. it just, yeah, perfect. Well, Minnesota's the Holy Land. Yeah, it, we'll, we'll, we'll do a whole episode on that. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. the Pittsburgh Steelers play in Philadelphia. Exactly. And, and Philadelphia then plays in... Uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. <laughs> it's a mutual agreement. It is. Yeah. It is. It's it's just the way the franchises operate. Yeah. Another thing that's really funny about it is that um, there are like there are other folks like me that are big soccer fans that just want to see this succeed, but they've gone into that realm of like finding excuses for everything to the point, and there's no criticism whatsoever. Like nobody's asking like what is going on? Why are we doing it this way? Everyone's like just everyone shut up and support everything that's happening right now. And it's just like, okay, I don't feel like that's the right response either. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I have found though in my life that when I don't uh, like something mm-hmm. or understand it, um, if I just start getting behind it yes. and like supporting it, mm-hmm. um, I come around. Yeah. Uh, and I find myself saying, you know what? Reason doesn't matter Yeah. Um, as much as just uh, love and support. Uh, for just whatever's happening. You know, that's a good point. I think that I find myself in a lot of situations where I'm like thinking a little too critically about yeah. the situation and maybe I should just get caught up in the moment and just like let the let the crowd, let the masses take me wherever 
wherever they want to go. Yeah. And when it, have ever a group of people been wrong about something is what like yeah. I'm kind of racking my brain now thinking about. Oftentimes <clears throat> what I've found um, being, you know, a historian mm-hmm. and legal expert yes. um, and a coffee mm-hmm. uh, roaster. Yeah. Uh, Esquire. Is, Esquire. <laughs> uh, is that um, generally speaking, when when a leader makes a decision mm-hmm. and a crowd follows it without asking questions, that's when history uh, makes sort of its deepest imprint on on the collective mind. Wow! Um, and and that's where like we got uh, you know the cure for cancer. Uh-huh. Um, that's where we got uh, nuclear fission. Yeah. That's where we got uh, Tesla. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's where we got. Uh, snow cones. Snow cones. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, all of these things wouldn't be possible Mm-mm. without people just saying yes yeah. and not questioning. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. So, <clears throat> if there's anything you take from our podcast in general, is if somebody in authority is telling you to do something, just do it. Yeah. Don't stop asking questions. Like they're in they they are in charge for a reason, and so they are clearly they clearly have our best interest at at heart. And so let's just give them money give them love <clears throat> show up to their events and like let's just make this thing happen and so yeah and in that vein smash that like and subscribe button <laughs> <laughs>